All right, I think we can agree that that title is total clickbait. <laughs> but it's true. I'm so excited to share this tip today. It is free. It is easy. It is fast. It is actionable, which is all fantastic. But for those of us with our lovely ADHD fish brains, we will also be conquering something that will help our clutter blindness, our focus, our accountability, and we'll get a tangible win all in this one tip. (laughs) Ready to hear about this? Stay tuned. Hey friend, welcome to the Joy Loving Home Podcast. I'm Joy, wife, mom of four, (laughs) and unorganized professional organizer. I have a heart for ADHD moms and kids. After spending years learning and organizing for other people, I realized there's a real need to turn the concept of being well-planned and organized upside down. It shouldn't be created exclusively by type A naturally organized people as a way to fix you or your home. Organizing, planning, and productivity should fit the way our brains think. Albert Einstein said, everybody's a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it's stupid. (laughs) Well, fish, let's quit trying to climb trees while being given tips by well-intentioned monkeys who cannot understand how our brains think. Join me in the water and learn how to swim with the current of your life. It's time to choose unorganized organization and flexible productivity. It's time to choose progress over perfection. I'm in this journey with you and together we can choose joy. Okay. So before I dig in, I want you to brace yourself. This is a very simple tip, but simple does not mean wrong. I think sometimes we overcomplicate things. And so just work with me here. Let's give this a try. I'm going to explain why it's so useful. And then we're going to take action on it. And we're going to be here for each other and we're going to just see how it actually works. Okay. So just bear with me when I explain what this tip is and we're going to go with it. The tip is to take a before and after photo. Let me elaborate just a little bit more. Okay. (laughs) So we are a world who has gotten used to things like these beautiful Instagram and Pinterest pictures and all of the things. Our world has become very Uh, photographic. We're busy trying to take these perfect pictures. And because our camera is right on our phones, it's so convenient. It's always with us. We can immediately see the results of the picture and can delete and try again until we get this perfect one. And then we can even edit and add filters and create this perfectly aesthetic world, which I think is part of why we've all driven ourselves crazy, because then we can also share these photos and all of a sudden we have this belief that our world is chaos and crazy and not as beautiful as somebody else's when we're only looking through their perfectly edited stylized photo but let's actually put this to use for ourselves and we're going to do it in a very specific way hang with me as i walk through this as you're sitting here listening to me right now or if you're walking around listening to me right now or driving obviously don't do anything if you're driving right now but Look around your space whenever you have a moment and go, I am going to create a photo of just this one spot. Keep it zoomed in. Don't take a photo of a whole entire room. Think about how many times you have fallen in love with a photo and it's this very specific 
zoomed in sort of stylized photo of let's say a nightstand you get just a sliver of the bed frame and then the the nightstand is there and perfect so I'm going to use that as my example stand in a way where you've got this framed up very nicely do not change anything about the way it looks at this moment well okay if you something really embarrassing there you can pull it out of the photo in case you decide to ever share it later but otherwise do not straighten up before you take this photo stand there take the snapshot of this photo and then actually look at it on the phone there is something in our ADHD brained clutter blindness threshold that we have that we don't see it when we're walking past it day in day out but really look at that photo and go, how could I make this space decluttered and organized and cleaned up and beautiful so that I can be proud of it in my after shot? That is step one. Step two, set a timer on your phone. If you have only a finite amount of time, give yourself 10 minutes, give yourself 15 minutes maybe. If you're like, well, I kind of don't have anything that's pressing, then instead of setting a timer that counts down, Set your stopwatch that counts up. And the reason I recommend that is sometimes we can start to hyper-focus and really breathe into something that we're excited about. And it's okay because we have the time to give it that. And so when we're interrupted by a timer going off, we might lose our momentum. But we also have this belief that everything takes longer than it actually does. So if you set a timer that starts counting up, when you're done and you're really happy with the space and you turn that time, that stopwatch off, you can go, oh my gosh, I just did all of that and it only took me 12 minutes. I just did all of that and it only took me seven minutes. I mean, it's a really eye-opening experience. So we're, we're conquering some clutter blindness. We're conquering some time blindness. The next thing is because I've told you to zoom in on just a very specific space we're helping to harness our focus so that we're like every time we start to go, oh, let me, that's not in the photograph. Go back to what's in the photograph. All I have to be responsible for is making the spot in that photograph better. Because it's free, because it's easy, because this will be fast, and because it's very actionable, it seems too good to be true, but it's not. Now, here's my two warning bells about this this type of method one it's super easy to just pull everything off of that nightstand area give it a good dusting start to put some things back on the way you always sort of envisioned it and knew that it'd been set up nicely once and then take a snapshot and leave a pile just out of just out of the vision of where the camera is zoomed in and now you just have a new pile in a different place we need to hold ourselves accountable to I am making this space better, but not at the expense of another space. And because we're doing this in such a small little increment, if you're finding things that go somewhere else, go ahead and run them there in this time. Put them away so that you're not left with this pile at the end of, well, yeah, now my nightstand looks great, but everything around it is like all these piles of things that belong to other places. So make yourself a, a promise during this little exercise that you're like, no, I, you know, there's cups. I'm going to run them down and drop them at the sink. I'm going to run back up. Oh, here's laundry. I'm going to run it to the hamper. Oh, I left these books that I had pulled from the bookcase that's in the office and I'm done reading them or I'm not going to read them and they've sat here forever just collecting dust. 
I'm going to go run them and put them back in the bookcase. Give yourself permission right now to say, as I do this, instead of making a pile of, this is going to live elsewhere, you run it right to the place where it's going to go. And then be really mindful of what else you're organizing. So think about on top, I want there to be some peacefulness as I sleep and I'm going to keep the bare minimum. If you have like my nightstand has an open bottom, so it's like a top surface, a drawer, and an open bottom area that I have thrown a bunch of books in. I don't know that any of them I'm ever doing much with again, so I can either just sort of straighten them up and edit them down and run them to my car as donations, or I can say, gosh, I really love having the books here and I'm just going to straighten them up because I like the idea of having reading as a signal to me to read before bed. Or I can say, I'm going to take them all out and put a wicker basket in there that hides any clutter from my visual and put things that I might need, an extra blanket, uh, I don't use a sleep mask, but I'm just pretending what is people, <laughs> sleep mask and, and uh, earplugs and a water bottle, I don't know, whatever one might want by their nightstand. Try and get it edited down. Now, if you're on a quick time frame and you're in that 10 minutes maybe don't dump the whole drawer out and start picking through and trying to reorganize it maybe you open the drawer and say let me look for easy things I know this and this and this was were trash because the last time I was sick I didn't want to move and I dropped cough drop wrappers in there I know oh gosh I had three cards that I got and I just shoved them in there out of the way because I needed to get to something else you know pull out the easy things and know you made a little bit of a difference on the drawer even if you're not going to change all of it for the photograph's sake you don't have to do all of it at once you just give yourself this visual improvement that is actually a tangible improvement those are all of the tips that I can give but here's the extra added step that will actually make the biggest difference and that is getting some accountability and having a recorded evidence, I guess is the word I'm looking for, of your win. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. If you have a private Instagram account, then great. If you are like, well, mine's private, but I have some family that follows me and I don't really want them to see this. It's super easy to make an Instagram account. Maybe you are the only person that knows about it. You have it Lockdown, nobody's going to see it but you. But it's a really cool way to give yourself almost a digital diary of the fact that you are improving. If you want to create yourself a little, they're free, create yourself a new Instagram account. If you know how to post carousels, that's where you are able to do two photos that are behind each other, I guess, one on top, one on behind. Put the picture of your finished space. Take the picture of your finished space, edit it down so that the before picture and the after picture look like you're standing in the exact same spot, framed up exactly the same way. You can even add the brightening filter on it so it even looks better once it's done, which by the way, that's what all of the people on Instagram do. They've applied filters to these. So when you see a before and after, the before is kind of dark and dingy and feels sad and depressed. And then you have the after that is light and bright and airy and wonderful. Part of that is they actually did declutter and organize and clean. Part of it is that they applied a filter so it just looks brighter and more wonderful. It's okay. We all use brain, brain tricks. Go for it. But anyway, you're going to have these two photos. Put the 
after on top of the before. So that anytime you need to give yourself a little boost of I'm not accomplishing anything, I'm not getting anything done, I can't do this. When you're having those moments, pull open your little private Instagram account for yourself and look at you will have this whole grid of afters where you've done like just start giving yourself these little increments of little bite-sized moments in your house because here's the problem we have this recency issue where we can only remember we think we remember what it was like we don't remember progress if you have this log that you're keeping for yourself and you're like well I spent 10 minutes yeah it looks better I don't think it looks that much better that's when you swipe that picture to the side and look at your before and go, oh my, oh my. You might have a moment of where you're like, oh gosh, it was that bad. Or you might have a moment where you go, quit that. Like, okay, it was that bad, but look how much better it is. It did make a difference. 10 minutes did change things. And you have this evidence where there's an accountability and there's a log of the improvement. The reason this idea even came into my head is my... My daughter's just got over five months of being in a recovery of a, a really bad broken foot and tendon injury called Liz Frank injury. And she had gotten rehabbed mostly and gotten to play in some soccer games. And she played in a big tournament this weekend where it was hot and sweaty. And I don't know what happened, but she got so many blisters on her feet. I mean, it's sad. She's walking around miserably right now. And she was grumpy. And I was going, well, you know, it's not as bad as the the Liz Frank injury. And she's like, I think it's worse. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how she has already forgotten how bad that was because it's gone because she's moved past it. And now she can only see the moment she's in. And it really spoke to me about we do that to ourselves with our home. We forget when we're making subtle steps of progress how bad it really was. And we're living in our moment going, no, it's never been worse than this. It's awful right now. It's not. And these quick photographs will help us have a cure for that recency issue and help us to realize progress is happening. It's not one steady straight line up. It looks more like this little podcast feed of mine where the the lines go up and down and up and down and up and down. It Yet they're still going in a diagonal, an upward diagonal. There are days where I lose ground, but there's days where I gain. And it keeps gaining and it keeps gaining. It's not a total loss when we have one step backwards. So I want to encourage you with this tip today that yes, it seems simple. It seems too good to be true, but it can be so powerful. As a commitment to you, I'm going to do this as soon as I edit and send this podcast out into the world today that I will take my snapshot of my nightstand and I will neaten it up and I will take my after and I will post both of those in our Facebook group. If you would love to be brave enough and claim your win, I would love to, for you to post them under my post or even post them as your own posts. We can add the hashtag JLHWIN for Joy Loving Home Win into our little Facebook feed at the podcast Facebook group. Let's cheer each other on with these before and afters. I think it'll be inspirational for all of us. If you're not part of this Facebook group yet and you're like, hey, I want to do this, you have two choices. Join the Facebook group. All you have to go is to bit.ly slash Joy Loving Home Community. It will lead you there and I will happily make you a member of the group. But if you're like, I don't do Facebook, Joy, 
but you're one of my Instagram followers, which by the way, I have gained like, I don't know, 250 Instagram followers since this podcast has started and I have not put putting anything over there. I don't want to frustrate those of you who are, are over there hoping that I'll get active. So play a little game with me, if you will. I want to do this experiment. If you are following me on Instagram, I will post my before and after on there with no explanation other than I will hashtag it JLHWin. If you are one of my Facebook followers and you're like, I listened to this podcast and I'm going to let her know I listened to her podcast, simply like the photo and in the comments, give me, you know, that double high five emoji, like it looks like two hands clapping in the air. Just put that as your comment. You're welcome to comment more. You're happy. Anything you can say, you can even type the word podcast with the two hands. Just let me know you're there because of the podcast. And if I feel like that's where you guys need me to show up, I can start doing a little more of that. I've been dragging my feet because there's so many things I should be doing and I didn't want to get distracted by it. But I do want to support you guys. So if that's your like, Joy, I'm not a Facebook person. That's where I want to be on Instagram. Give me some feedback when I post this later today and then I'll know you guys are out there. If you're feeling super motivated and you're like, I just want to give you all the support in the world, (laughs) give me a rating and review wherever you're listening to your podcast too. It would be a huge benefit and help to me. And I just appreciate the feedback. With all of that being said, let's go give this a try. This quick, easy, fast, actionable, free tip, but it will make so much difference in our clutter blindness, our time blindness, our focus, and our accountability if you reach out and share with us. Until next time, guys, choose joy. Did we just connect? Do you feel at home here? Oh gosh, then please do me a favor. I'd love to have you here for the next episode. And to do that, you need to follow or subscribe or hit the little plus button, whatever it takes to be here next time I drop an episode. And while you're at it, If you could scroll down and find where people rate and review the podcast, and if you would add your thoughts, it would mean the world to me. First of all, it would help other moms like us find me, and they wouldn't have to feel so alone. But I actually just like hearing from you. It means a lot to know your thoughts, and so that I can keep doing a a good job and having episodes that mean something to you. So connect with me. DM me on Instagram. I'm at joylovinghome. Or you can email me, joy at joylovinghome.com or join my community. It's bit.ly slash joylovinghomecommunity. I can't wait to hear from you. And remember, keep choosing joy.